Hey everybody, if you are a writer or an aspiring writer, or if you just love literature, I have a book for you. It's called Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories. It is the long-awaited craft book by Steve Almond, based on three decades of his writing career, a career that has featured at turns depression, failure, anxiety, self-loathing, despair, self-doubt, loss of faith, delusions of grandeur, and the occasional triumph. It's a book about the writing life. Steve Almond has done it. He has embraced it, the full catastrophe, and he has lived to tell about it. The Boston Globe says, quote, this isn't just a book about writing. It's a book about honesty. And Richard Russo calls it, quote, one of the best books on writing I've ever read. It's also the funniest by a country mile. Once again, it's called Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories by Steve Almond, available from Zando. Go get your copy right now, wherever you buy books. Hey, you guys, before we get started with today's special episode, I just wanted to deliver a quick reminder about the app, the free official Other People app. It's available now. For your iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, or Android device, it's the very best way to listen to this program. New episodes automatically upload to the app. You don't have to do anything. It happens automatically. The new episodes, uh, are, they're just there, as if by magic. Uh, also, you can download episodes to listen to while you're offline. And best of all, best of all, you can access premium content and the show's full archives all via the app. So here's how it works. Uh, first, you go get the app. The app is free. It's available for whatever device you might have. And then from there, uh, you get the most recent 50 episodes for free. You can listen to 50 episodes for free, uh, the most recent ones. And then if you want to access the archives and the other 200 and something episodes, all you have to do is sign up for premium right there in the app. It's $2. That's it. Two bucks a month and you get access to everything. Every single episode, including my conversations uh, with authors like Blake Butler, Cheryl Strayed, David Shields, George Saunders, Tao Lin, Roxanne Gay, Sam Lipsight, Susan Orlean, Sam Pink, Megan Boyle, Mira Gonzalez, the list goes on. So please go get the app. The app is free. And then sign up for premium right there in the app and support this show for just a couple of bucks. I would appreciate that. Uh, what do I say? It's an app. It's premium. Go and get it. Oh my God. You are not alone. You have found other people. You and I have a friend in common. Every stupid thing that a writer could do, I've done. I think it's really beautiful. Jesus, dude, what a struggle, you know? It was incredible, you know, it was like your head exploded seeing what was really there. And now here's your host, Brad Listy. Just one person at just one time. Right. Okay, right. you guys, here we go again. This is it. This is other people. This is a special uh, episode constructed quickly in the heat of the moment. It's a uh, special AWP episode. I happened to get on the phone earlier today with some folks who were staying at the HTML giant house uh, in the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle. Uh, folks who uh, write for HTML giant, folks who read HTML giant, just writerly people in general who happen to uh, be a part of that community. They rented a house, HTML Giant did. Uh, they're up there for AWP. It was festive. I got a chance to talk with some folks. Uh, I talked to Mira Gonzalez. I talked to Spencer Madsen. 
I had a good talk with Gene Morgan. First time I've ever gotten a chance to speak with him. And uh, I talked to some other folks as well. So uh, it, it got lengthy. It, it kind of extended longer than I thought it would. And I figured I would just put it up as an episode since so many people are at AWP or uh, if you're not at AWP, but you're writerly and you're on uh, online uh, on Twitter or whatever, then you've probably been reading about it for the past several days. And it might interest you to hear from some people who are there on the ground and uh, celebrating. Okay, so that's what I did, and that's why I am presenting this to you now. I hope you enjoy it. It was fun for me to get to hear from these folks since uh, I am here in Los Angeles where it is uh, storming currently. And I think that's it. So here we go. This is my conversation with uh, a a variety of people, a variety of inebriated people (laughs) up in Seattle at AWP 2014 at the HTML Giant house. Hey everybody, if you are a writer or an aspiring writer, or if you just love literature, I have a book for you. It's called Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories. It is the long-awaited craft book by Steve Almond, based on three decades of his writing career, a career that has featured at turns Depression, failure, anxiety, self-loathing, despair, self-doubt, loss of faith, delusions of grandeur, and the occasional triumph. It's a book about the writing life. Steve Almond has done it. He has embraced it, the full catastrophe, and he has lived to tell about it. The Boston Globe says, quote, this isn't just a book about writing. It's a book about honesty. And Richard Russo calls it, quote, one of the best books on writing I've ever read. It's also the funniest by a country mile. Once again, it's called Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories by Steve Almond, available from Zando. Go get your copy right now, wherever you buy books. So where are you right now? You're in Seattle. I am in Seattle at the HTML Giant House. Right now I am in the room that I'm staying in. Um, with Spencer and Melissa Broder's also here, and we are cuddling on a giant moose, fluffy moose toy. Wait, so HTML <laughs> HTML Giant has a like a they've rented some sort of large house. Yeah, so Gene Morgan rented a big house, um, and we're staying in it with like a bunch of people who write for HTML Giant. It's kind of like his way of paying the writers. Oh, okay, that's kind of nice. So you don't have to pay anything; you can just stay there. <laughs> Tim, Tim just walked in the room. I'm on the phone with Brad Listy. Oh, okay. So is it, has, <laughs> has it been fun? Are you enjoying yourself? What's been the highlights? Yeah. Oh, we're having a great time. Well, there's this giant moose, and we love the moose. Yeah, we're in Moose Town right now. Um, I've been <laughs> Sorry, we're in the room with a flat screen. There's, like, a big couch. It's the cuddle room. There's a room with a lot of mirrors where you can take a lot of selfies. Wait, there's a cuddle um, room? You're, you're in the cuddle room? Well, it's now the cuddle room because there's people cuddling in it. Okay. Uh, but, but it hasn't. It's not like that's like designated as the cuddle room. Well, it's been it's in the room that Spencer and I were sleeping in. Okay. Um, and then there's a lot of other rooms too. But we just had a brunch reading thing uh, that had I had a food that was like tater tots with nacho cheese and sour cream and pickled jalapenos on it, and that was really good. <laughs> so wait, you brunched and then read? 
Yeah, it was like a it was a brunch slash reading, and we like sold tickets, and a bunch of people came over. Have you seen any bad behavior? Has anyone done anything absurd? Has anyone? I don't know. Uh, have any of you done anything absurd or bad since being here? <laughs> I want scandal. I want scandals. Has anyone had sex with anyone? Scandal. Spencer says it's a sensationalist shit. <laughs> we smoked a lot of weed in the hot tub. You did. Blunts. We smoked. Yeah, the tin said we smoked blunts in the hot tub. Wait, so there's a hot tub at this oh place? Oh my god. Um, yeah, there's a hot tub at this place. There's a giant fluffy moose toy. There's a foosball table. There's a lot of cheap beer. I've been drunk for like three days straight. Excellent. Well, okay, so do you, but do you feel good? You sound like you're in good spirits. This is not like a disastrous hungover thing. No, we're not like all doing like a bunch of cocaine or anything like that. It's 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 good. And then have you have you? Spencer's been... making fun of you right now. Spencer's making fun of your voice right now. Of my voice? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's impersonating you. I'm going to give the phone to him in a second, so he has to talk to you. Wait, so <laughs> have you been to AWP? Have you or have you just stayed in this house like cuddling? No, literally. Okay, yesterday. We spent like eight hours sitting in the house waiting for weed like we spent all of yesterday waiting for weed and then we got weed and like had a party here and then had a party here this morning so we've pretty much been in this house and haven't done anything literary at all this is the future of (laughs) this is the future of american letters ladies and gentlemen yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right (laughs) all right let me talk to spencer put spencer on the phone okay all right i'm putting spencer on the phone Mirror dropped you. Are you mocking me? I am mocking you. Why? Lovingly. <laughs> Are you having as much fun at this thing as she is? Mira's not having fun. She's not. <laughs> no. Why no. not? What's going on? I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I was just mocking you because I feel like you want it to be everyone snorting MDMA off Sam Pink's ass. <laughs> and hey, listen, I'm, the trying reality, to, I'm trying to get even, ratings. Even, even when people are snorting MDMA off Sam Pink's ass, they're not really snorting MDMA off Sam Pink's ass. It's all theatrics. What's that? Is it all bullshit? It's like because this is that what was I... Gene and Tim last year, two years ago. Wait, they actually they actually did that. They actually did that. They actually snorted MDMA off Sam Pink's ass. Yeah, they did. Yeah, there's a there's a photo, I think, right. <laughs> There's a I'm, there's just a lot of photos of Sam taking a bathtub, so maybe I'm just equating them. Okay, so and that has okay. This is confusing to me because I've seen Sam Pink in a bathtub before. Those were taken at a past AWP, and then I should also say what's confusing about this is that this is not what I imagined AWP to be. Like this sounds. What like, did you imagine? I don't know. Everyone's in a, everyone I've seen on Twitter is like in a conference room or at a panel discussion. Uh, I have not been to the conference center at all. I walked by it on my way to this house. And is the house uh, near the conference center? Are you guys like downtown or? It's a little far. Uh, it's not in downtown. It's like a mile and a half away from the conference center. Right. Um, I mean, every of the people living here are only, I'd say, three of the, I don't know, eight people that live here have actually been to the conference. Do you like Seattle? Are you getting a good feeling? I haven't left this fucking house. <laughs> this house has a hot tub and a full kitchen. There's a grocery store two blocks away. Big, comfortable beds. A huge couch. Uh, a Roku player that we've been having West Coast hip-hop on. And there's drugs and and tater tots with cheese on them 
and it's just really hard to go outside. So it's like real world Seattle, essentially. <laughs> That's what it kind of feels like, but it's a little bit more. Uh... Uh, I guess real. I mean, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't even really AWP. You guys just happen to be in Seattle during AWP, but you're, right. not, but you're not really participating. In it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I haven't seen Seattle or any readings outside of the one that happened in the back patio, or done anything literary besides be with uh, people who. Uh, rented this house from HTML giant. Like it's just been like, it's just been everyone kind of on a couch joking around waiting for drugs. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you're having a good time. Is there anybody else there that I need to talk to? Um, who should Brad talk to? Should Brad talk to Gene, Tim? I think Brad should talk to Gene. I'm going to put you on with Gene. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. Gene's a showrunner. He's a what? He's like he's the um the, the king of the house. He made the, he, he's he, a ringleader. Yeah. Okay. Good. And he's like the funnest man. He he's like he's like the Gion of Texas. <laughs> Here he is. All right. Hold on. What's up, man? Is this Gene? Yeah, how you doing, Brad? I'm doing well, man. It's uh, it's good to hear your voice. How's everything up in Seattle? Oh, everything's great. We're all having a great time. Okay, and you're and you're the uh, new, uh, the newly uh, enshrined editor in chief of HTML Giant. Is that right? Well, managing editor, and that basically means that I don't, uh, I'm not really going to edit that much as much as make sure that uh, people aren't saying crazy shit on the website. Yeah, because there's been some of that lately. Like there was, I mean, I've been following it via social media, though I haven't really been engaging on the comment boards. But um, it feels like there's been all sorts of like uh, tornadoes happening on the comment boards. Yeah, it's a little much. I mean, it's like more, you know, I like seeing us focus on literature and talk about things around that. I'm not really like social commentary is fine, but it, I don't want it to be all the time. Like right. our reviews have been killing it for a long time. Like there's, but there's a lot of really string strong parts of the, of the site. And I kind of want to focus it more on that and people too. Like there's good people around it. Well, right. Well, you know, it gets tricky cause I run, you know, I do the nervous breakdown and I had a system for a long time where people could just log in and post and if there's no like, uh, you know, if there's no filter, if there's no editor in between really checking everything, it can get dicey quickly. And like, you know, you'd like to think that the honor system can work and that you can just give people the keys to the car and they'll drive it safely. But it doesn't always work that way. You know, it, it doesn't. And I really wish it did. I mean, like it we've had issues with it for a long time and we, we kind of just been cool enough to deal with it and be like, yeah, this stuff happens. But I think right now, is big, like, where the site's at, like, it's a little too public to do that anymore. Like, right. it gets serious heat if there's fuck-ups and, like, people, I don't know, people just need to realize that it's, there's always hiccups with things. Um, it's not like I sit there and endorse every word on the site. I just try to make it run smoothly and you know, occasionally bad stuff happens. Well, yeah, and you're also managing a lot of different writers like who live in disparate locations, and it's hard to yeah. it's hard to keep track of it all. So I can, in, 
I can understand that because I run a site myself. But um, let me ask you this question. Like when the shit hits the fan on the comment board with stuff going on on the site, uh, I have to imagine that like as, as much of a headache as it is and as much as you want to try to avoid that, like doesn't traffic spike when there's like some sort of scandal going on? There is, but honestly, we don't benefit that much from traffic. We benefit from people clicking on ads. Like, right. You know, like it's not raw traffic. I don't. I doubt everyone that's sitting there refreshing the comment board is clicking on the ads on the side every single time. Like, right, 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 right. Those those things are okay. Like, traffic's good just to have people interested in the site and passionate about it. But at the same time, like. I'd much prefer to have a nice, healthy discussion than something that goes nasty. Like I, nobody benefits when it goes nasty. Yeah, yeah, it's just and it gets exhausting. I feel like uh, yeah, it's, it's exhausting. It's exhausting for you guys, but it's exhausting just for like the casual reader. You know, you read a comment board where things get uh, things get mean, and it just like you finish that experience and you feel like you're drained. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So what's been happening? I was just talking to Spencer and Mira. It sounds like you, you have like rented this really nice house in Seattle and it's been festive. Yeah, it's been a good time. You know, like everyone, I kind of put my feelers out for people. I didn't try to like limit it. to. I kind of wanted just people associated with HTML Giant or like, you know, people that I know that were supportive or like, yeah, I like to have artists in the house, like writers in the house, too, because that's what it's kind of about, the whole thing. So it's good to have people that, like like Mira, that are just out there doing really awesome stuff every day. And it's good to have those people in the house. Well, but I mean, it, sa- it sounds like the approach that you're taking, because I have like all these conflicted feelings about AWP. Most of it just rooted in confusion and not understanding exactly how to approach it. But like, you know, it's I guess at the it can just be like a a fun party, you know, a celebration and a get together. It doesn't have to be like this, uh, like Batan death march through like a conference center and like 16, absolutely yeah. six, <laughs> 16 panel discussions a day. Like I just, I find that makes my head spin. And like, Oh, that's so terrible. I don't even want to consider, I'm never con- doing that ever period. I'm okay. done with that. So did you guys get a table or have you just, you just show up in Seattle and get the house and, and then you do an event or what? Well, we did tables for a few years where I would just, if you, I was like, if you contributed to HTML Giant, just bring your book and put it on the table and I'll sell it for you. But what that wound up as is I would spend the entire time at the book fair myself selling the books because I'm like a hands-on guy. I want to like be the one that, you know, helps out the most and that I kind of see myself as like a customer service type guy for HTML Giant and just kind of like make sure stuff goes smoothly. Right. Um, so I would do the book fair and it was just exhausting. And I had my wife out there one time and I, I think I got so frustrated and mad. Like there was some friction there cause she just wanted <laughs> to go out and enjoy the city. And like, and I was like, no, I got to sell books. Like, leave me alone. I'm selling, I'm working. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think this having a house in general is nice because, um, it is the same community type stuff, but it's a lot more like hands off. Like I don't have to, I can take off here in a minute and like right. go walk around Seattle and it's not, it's not weird. And then are you doing offsite events? Have you showing up to like parties at night? I mean, I've heard that's kind of where the action is and where the fun is anyways, to go to these things at night. Yeah. We, we put on a literature party this year. Um, and it's kind of like a big offsite, um, just dance party like we have three readers but i 
from what I hear, the reading is going to take maybe 15 minutes at most for all three readers. No, okay. So this is my whole thing about readings too. Is that sounds perfect to me because. Um, you know, first of all, you got to try to draw people. And when you're at a, a thing like that, there's like competing events all over town. So everyone's kind of spread pretty thin, but then people show up and they've spent all day running around this conference room or going to panels or whatever it is that they've been doing. When they go to a reading event, what they really want to do is hang out and talk to each other. Yeah. I mean, we don't get nobody. The thing, the way I think about it is like everybody spends all the time working on their computers and like we intellectual, like intellectually, we spend a lot of time together. What we don't get to do is spend time like, you know, eating meals and like hanging out and getting to know each other as like people. And I think that this conference and this space is probably best served for that. Like, yeah. We need to, as writers and as a community, like, I think people need to know who they're talking to. It's like, like a, they need an IRL experience. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, your best avatar is the actually in-person picture of you that people have in their head when they read something you wrote. Well, but you know what I find like, you know what I find interesting is that you know I guess it depends on the level of uh, frequency or how well you know somebody's you know computer or internet persona. But what I find is that if you familiarize yourself with someone's Twitter feed or whatever someone writes on a site like HTML giant or the nervous breakdown or wherever. Um, when you meet them in person, I very rarely find that there is much surprise. They usually seem like you kind of would, would think they would. Is that how you've experienced yeah. Is that how you've experienced it? Oh yeah. I met Scott McClanahan last night for the first time in person. And, um, that was great. Like he, I mean, obviously he's got videos and stuff, so I know what he looks like and I know what, but he's like a, I mean, he's a, he's a funny, charming dude. Like he's beyond, also, like. But he's sort of mysterious. Yeah. He's sort of mysterious with his public appearances, though. I feel like he yeah. like, he sweeps into town. It's always like this is my last time in the city of you know. It's sort of like when, <laughs> when it's sort of like when Cher goes on tour. It's always like the last yeah, tour. Cher's last tour. <laughs> oh man, yeah, absolutely. But you know, he's he's. Everybody that I meet is, yeah, they're very close to their, I, I understand them through their social media or through what they, I've read that they've written in a way that's like deep. And I think that that's, that's the benefit of having FaceTime with them because you get to like enhance that connection. Like I'm a real, I like people. So people being around people is a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. And so um, you and Blake Butler started HTML Giant. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Is Blake there, or did he skip uh, skip out? This no, year? Blake Blake skipped out this year. He, he uh, yeah, he's got it's fine. Uh, well, he's you know, Blake's, Blake's Blake's a good dude. He'd he'd be here if he could. Right, 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 right. And so, how did you guys meet? Because like you're you're down in Texas, and like you run a a clothing store. Is that right? Yeah, I run a clothing store with my wife. Um, made in USA clothing. It's nice. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I do that, and but Blake and I, I think we met through Tao Lin's blog. The reader, I think we might have read. He, he, I think he told me we met through the reader of depressing books, which is old. Do you remember that site? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the old school site. Um, and that was great. Like, I think we met through that, and like, we were just commenting on the same posts, and like. We started to kind of talk more, and I, I had this idea for the group blog, and I was like, but I need somebody that's, like, 
good at literature because sometimes I feel like I'm not as good. Like I needed someone that was smart and like knew good writing really well. And I think Blake is that person. So I, you know, I asked him to help me with an idea and we just went from there. Yeah. Just like, it's, it's weird how these things start. It's almost like by accident and some conversation and, the next, yeah. thing, the next thing you know, it's like I mean I don't know how how long how old is HTML Giant like seven or eight years or uh, it's like six years I think yeah so all of a sudden it's six years later and the thing is uh, the thing's a beast in the indie lit community and you know like going forward like I know like this year there's been like these eruptions there was like the Gregory Sherl controversy and all these like com- uh-huh. all these comment board wars um, and you know it's a weird thing it's a weird feeling to have when something like that happens on your site or I you know I interviewed Gregory for this podcast. I still don't know how to feel about it because I don't know the people. I mean, I don't know him that well. Yeah. I don't know the girl involved. And, you know, it can be hard when you're running a content site to keep track of all that stuff. And, like, when you look forward um, and you and Blake or whoever's involved, like, in setting the vision for the site, look forward. Uh, do you think that, like, the site has plans to kind of change its mission or change its approach? Or is it just kind of getting better at what you've been doing or maybe getting back to the basics more? Like, how do you how do you look forward with this thing? I think we just look at it from the angle of, like, we want to make it more professional. Like, the goal has always been long-term to legitimize small press and to make people doing small, unique things, writing. Uh, I let them let them know that people are reading it and, like, really taking it seriously. And I think that when you – not everybody can have a book in the New York Times, you know? Like, not everybody gets to be in that space. And for us, like – small press is important and it's where I think it's where the work of literature is done um, more than any other type of realm. Like big presses, they're great. I love big books. No problem with a lot of them. But the the thing that always strikes me is like when it's just like one person in a room making a book or like a, like a guy taking out a loan so he can start a press because he believes in the thing that he really is. He loves like, that's the that's wonderful. Like that's a wonderful thing. Well, I I, I agree, and I also think that it's all uh, it strikes me as like the laboratory of literature. You know, like uh, yeah, no, you, you don't see things as failures though. Like you don't like people try things, they work on it, like they want to see how it how it fleshes out, or like you know they just they're doing and it's just it's you know like I have a clothing store. It smells sells small like unique American made things, and I think that through that perspective that I've gotten too is like, I understand that like, yeah, I'm still talking to Brad. Mayor is just, <laughs> <laughs> is this a long time? The night's throwing up? No, it's good. Go. I don't care. <laughs> well, we got one. Go on. <laughs> um, Anyway, where was I? <laughs> you were saying something about the clothing store, experimental stuff, somehow. Like- oh, yeah. Well, you, you see people pour their heart out into something, and, like, you understand how special it is. And that's, yeah, that, that's been huge for me. Well, cool, man. Well, it's, um, it's good to get a chance to talk with you. I'm a fan of uh, HTML Giant. I've read it for years. And uh, I've always, you know, I knew, Bla- I've talked to Blake on this show, and I knew that he was involved with it, but I've never gotten a chance to talk with you. So it's been a pleasure. And, uh, if there's anybody else hanging around the house who wants to jump on the phone, I'm happy to talk to whomever. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody lurking who would be. Uh, let's see. Is anyone lurking over here? Hey, guys. There's some guys. There's, there's people are hanging out in the hot tub. Put, the, put, me, <laughs> put, put me on the phone with somebody in the hot tub. 
All right, hold on. How's it going, Brad? Oh, this is the hot tub. Yeah, okay, what's going on in the hot tub? Who is this? Um, this is Patrick. Um, Gabe is also in the hot tub, and we have some other gentlemen hanging out. It's yeah, just, we're just, uh, drinking, just, some, we're just, just drinking some Tapsu ribbon hanging out in the hot tub. Just a bunch of dudes in a hot tub? Yeah, just like eight to ten dudes in the hot tub right now. <laughs> this, this seems Tell Mary to yeah, get in. There's lots and lots, lots and lots of white flesh, but we're all, but we're all talking about feminism. So you, you are. Should, you should join Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it really is eight to ten dudes. And Patrick, can I ask your last Sorry. name? Patrick, what? Uh, Patrick gone. Okay, and you and you're a contributor to HTML Giant. Um, I've actually never contributed to HTML Giant. I've read it. I've read it many times, and I know all these gentlemen, and I contribute to similar publications, but never to HTML Giant. And so, why are you at AWP? Just to have fun and see people? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> this is hilarious. I don't know who you are either. Oh, so uh, yeah. 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 Well, no, I'm just. Uh, I have a. They just handed me. They just handed me the phone. <laughs> I'm a, I have a podcast. I run the Nervous Breakdown, which is another uh, literary site, and I, I run a podcast called The Other People. Okay, okay, okay. So are we live? We're not live right now, are we? No, we're not. I'm just I'm just interested in hearing what's happening up in Seattle, and so I called uh, Mira. Oh, cool. And then the phone, yeah, yeah, the phone yeah. just started getting passed around this uh, this HTML giant house. Can you describe the house yeah. for me? I, like I, I take it you're outside in some sort of cold weather, but it's a, there's a hot tub. Is that what's happening? Yeah, um, there's like a nice backyard, and then we're in this hot tub that's kind of like underneath this overhang. Um, actually, when we came over, like I know like um, Mike and Adam and stuff, and so we came over to hang out with them. And then um, when we changed into our bathing suits, they have this like really fancy uh, changing room that is kind of like um, like you're getting ready for like Broadway or something like that um, with just like a hair dryers. And so we were kind of like, I was busting them that they were like, getting all ready, getting all primped uh, before they would go over to the conference, uh, <laughs> things like that. This place sounds really nice. What does the house look like? Is it like a large, I mean, give me like a vision. Um, it's just, it's in, it's in Capitol Hill. It's just kind of like a residential, um, you know, like a residential neighborhood. And it's kind of like there's, um, I guess it's a duplex. There's kind of like another place attached to this, but it's kind of like two floors. Um, but like, yeah, we have the backyard and we're just going out in this hot tub. We're playing some jazz on spotify and people are drinking <laughs> eating some parfaits just a yeah. bunch just a bunch of dudes in a hot tub <laughs> listening to jazz um uh, yeah there's a reading there was a reading earlier um in the, the hot tub now dissipated now, unfortunately i was i came over here for the hot tub oh, um okay. but you, it was difficult to sit in the hot tub and hear the reading at the same time so we opted to we opted to sit in the hot tub afterwards okay okay well who else is in the hot tub with you does anyone want to say hello uh, yeah, I'll pass you over to my friend, uh, Gabe Cruz. Okay. All right, here you go. All right. This is dangerous. I feel like at any moment I'm going to drop you into the hot tub. Well, be careful. I'm... Well, I know I am. I'm being careful. All right. And, you're, and your name's Gabe? That's right, Gabe. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, are you an author? Do you write for HTML Giant? I've never written for HTML Giant. Uh, like Patrick, I've, peru- I've perused it uh, a number of times. Why? Why do you ask? What's the, uh, well, I'm just. Are you I, affiliated? No, I just I do a literary podcast. I'm just trying to get a sense of who I'm talking to. So, 
why are you up in are you up in Seattle just for the festivities or did you have like uh you know do you have a book coming out or something like that? Uh no, uh Patrick and I both just came to hang out with people. We didn't we're not going to the conference. We're just uh, you know, taking uh, taking advantage of the amenities. There <laughs> seems to be a lot of free booze, uh hot tubs, brunch like quiches, uh <laughs> things of this nature that, you know, just because we knew that they would be available. Good literature also, obviously, uh, which we had to endure before we could get into the hot tub. So, but, what about, um, and it's so, most, but it sounds like it's mostly dudes. Are there any women around? There were. There were. They all left when we, Patrick and I took our shirts off. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think out of, out of desire, they were just overwhelmed with desire and couldn't stick around, but I... I'm speculating here. I don't know. All right. Um, well, that's yeah. Happens. So no, I'm I'm running a reading series here also. So um, tonight. So that's that's part of the reason why I'm here. Okay. So um, that sounds like organizing. More, that sounds like a more formal obligation because so far, like the series of conversations that I've been having, has defied my expectations uh, for what I what this whole thing is about. Everyone just seems to be, uh, you know, in some sort of uh, decadent uh, bacchanal. <laughs> Bacchanal. Do you know what I'm saying? It's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little bit of a a Saturnalia vibe here, which is good. You know, I think it's important. Uh, It's like it's like spring break for for uh, writers. So, um, which doesn't give it that much dignity, to be honest. But that's that's fine because it really doesn't, to be honest with you. Do do um, can you detect? I mean, have you been around? Have you been out of this house and around the city? And can you detect like writers on the streets? Like, is it uh, something that you can? visually uh are there visual indicators or does it just seem like well i mean awp is probably one of the whitest events that i've ever been to and (laughs) seattle is probably the whitest city in america so besides the fact that some people uh don't take off their badges when they leave and so you can see them like clutching their like folders of you know uh, uh brochures and things like that and like other than that it looks like they all just kind of blend in pretty well uh, yeah. And I had a friend last night who was describing it as like an, Seattle's kind of an apocalyptic city. It just feels like half the amount of people uh, who are who should live in a city this size are on the streets. Like it's just like you know a few a few people wandering the streets at any given time. Well, but it also it, it also feels like like now that you say that, like everybody who lives in Seattle could feasibly be somebody who would be at AWP. Like in terms of like the aesthetic. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I would. I would believe that. Yeah. Is this your first? Is, is this your first AWP? No, I went in Boston last year, and I went to Chicago the year before that. So. What's your What's your favorite one so far? Is there a city that you felt like did the best job of hosting? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, not going to actual AWP makes Seattle the best. Like, <laughs> I went on a seventeen mile bike ride yesterday around the city. Like, I uh, have just you know gone to a couple of offsite readings, like this one, and. Uh, I have a friend who lives in town. He has a uh, he lives in a cooperative like mansion, so it's like eleven people living in a big like house. And we're hosting the reading series there tonight, so it's like it's just been like very relaxed, and uh, and I enjoy that. Also, the weather here is incredible. Uh, whereas Boston was like an just like a huge blizzard, and in uh, Chicago it was like Freaky. you know the windy it. the windy city. It was awful. So what's the what's the weather been like? Has it been actually been sunny in Seattle? <laughs> it's like sunny uh like 50 degrees uh yeah uh very low cloud cover at all uh, later in the afternoon yesterday there was some but yeah it's been nice wow well that's unusual usually i think i always picture seattle in the winter as being shitty weather but it sounds like you guys caught it on a good weekend 
Yeah, that's what we were anticipating as well. Was just uh, a mizzle the entire time, but it hasn't been that bad. So, uh, um, well, I'm glad you're having a good time. It's Gabe, right? Yeah, Gabe. All right, yep. Gabe. Well, uh, there... Thank you. Yeah, nice, nice talking to you. Nice talking to you as well. If there's anybody else around, if you want to pass the phone, I can chat. Sure, I'll pass the phone. Uh, what's your name? Storm Barger? What is it? No, Barger. You want to talk to Mr. Liskey? Okay. You want to pass the phone to... All right. Well, oh, we already talked. It seems like you've exhausted the, the uh, party here. Everybody's oh, yeah. well, where's Mira? Uh, already talked to you. So. Can, can you? Is Mira hanging around or is she inside? Mira? I don't know. Hold on just a second. Okay. He, uh, somebody will take you back, though. All, All right. right. Thanks, dude. Bye. Hey. Hey, what's going on? This is Spencer. Brad was still on the phone. Brad was making the rounds. <laughs> did so, you get everything you wanted? I think I did, yeah. I had a nice talk with Gene. I talked to some uh, gentlemen. Some, I'm imagining several pale white men in a hot tub. <laughs> Yes, a lot of pale, wet flesh. Hey, tell wedding me. in a small body of water. Put Mira on the phone real quick. Okay. Brad. Yeah, what are you doing inside? There's a bunch of uh, half-naked men in a hot tub outside. What's going on? I'm looking at there's there's two half-naked men in the hot tub, and I am in full sight of them right now. No. I don't know either their names. But there's not. Yeah. You, you have no desire to join them. I've been in the hot tub like like for a lot of hours in the past two days. Um, I mean, maybe you know, maybe, but uh, there's also like half naked men asleep in beds upstairs. They're having men are everywhere. <laughs> so the the ratio, the the male to female ratio, where would you put that at? <laughs> um, everybody is male besides Amy McDaniel, me, and Melissa Broder. Uh, where's Broder? Is she near you? Yeah, brother's upstairs in like the cuddle room bed thing that I was just in, but then I came downstairs to see if he was still talking to you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I got a chance. I'm glad I got a chance to uh, check in while you guys are there. She <laughs> just sang a song that was like, "I live for eggs and weed." Gene, just what? She sang a song that when I live for eggs and weed. I live for eggs and weed. Yeah, eggs and weed, like. <laughs> This is totally not what I expected of AWP. <laughs> what did you expect of AWP? Do you think we'd be like doing coke off each other's asses all day? No, I, ex- I expected you to be uh, walking around. <laughs> you expected me to be what? I'm sorry. I don't know. I just fe- I felt like it would be more literary and uh, restrained, but no. it, so- it sounds yeah. like a complete. Uh, it sounds like a raging party. Yeah, it's like one raging party. No one's done anything literary this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Gene just made eggs, and then we had this crazy tater tot thing, and like that's pretty much it. All right. <laughs> a ton of weed. I don't know. Are you drunk right now? Like, well, how many beers have you had today? <laughs> I had three to six mimosas earlier this morning, and I smoked a lot of weed. I've been drunk for like three days straight. Yeah. Okay. Well, take care of yourself. Uh, no, no driving, I- right? No, no driving. I don't have a car here. That's why I've been drunk for three days straight. Good for you. Okay, well, have fun. It's been fun <laughs> okay, talking. You it's too. been fun talking with Good everybody. Talking, Take care. All right. Talk to you later. Bye bye. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That's it. That's the uh, special AWP episode. 
I enjoyed talking with those folks. That was completely uh, uh, improvisational, unexpected, uh, you know, spur of the moment, as you could probably tell. Uh, I hope they have a good time. It sounds like they uh, they definitely will, definitely are. They're having more fun than I am. I want to go up there now. I didn't realize this is what was happening. Am I the la- I'm always the last to know these things. <laughs> I always feel I feel like I, I never know what's going on. Just people at panel discussions, but really it's just people in uh, like it's like the real world or something, or some sort of reality show house. That's what I'm expect. That's what I'm picturing is a reality show type mansion with uh, contemporary furnishings. And then you have all these young people lazing about in various states of inebriation. So uh, thanks to everybody up there from uh, HTML giant uh, and beyond. Thanks to the guys in the hot tub (laughs) uh, for taking the, you know, taking the time to talk with me and also for uh, succeeding in not dropping uh, Mira's cell phone in the hot tub, which considering uh, the fact that they, you know, they also had a a beer in, in the other hand and everything else is a significant achievement. So I hope you enjoyed listening to that. I'll be back with regular programming on Sunday and uh, going forward, uh, more conversations with uh, writerly bookish people. In the meantime, if you're at AWP, enjoy the rest of AWP. If you're not at AWP, uh, enjoy the rest of not being at AWP. And I'll be back again soon. All right? Okay, that's it. Bye. (laughs) 